0: Chris Perez with eWeb Style. I am the owner of that said aforementioned company.
1: Yes, my name is Charles Lewis, <laughs> your Internet Marketing Specialist.
0: Uh, you guys are tuning in to the most popular Internet Marketing Podcast on iTunes. That yeah. is because of y'all, all y'all yeah. out there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You're listening to podcast one, number 173. As yeah. always, we have a tip from our previous podcast, and that tip is if you are B2C... That's um, B2C. Business to consumer. Yeah. <laughs> Especially if you are brick and mortar, a brick and mortar business, begin the mobile aspects of your internet marketing campaign sooner rather than later.
1: Yeah, you want to make sure that if indeed your your goal uh, being a B2C brick and mortar business is to drive foot traffic, then you want to take advantage of a mobile strategy in regards to internet marketing to help bring traffic foot traffic that is, into your store. So whether it's um, social, for example, um, you you should really focus heavily on mobile usage with that, whether it's Foursquare or Facebook check-ins and things like that. Take advantage of using mobile to increase your foot traffic.
0: Excellent. Remember, we are your friendly local neighborhood top position snatchers, where our mantra is- Don't be a deuce. If you can, if it's possible, if you have the technology and the know-how, please Tweet wow. right now. I don't it would be have my you phone. A, you feel naked? You want to oh, show, hold on to that one? Yeah, <laughs> I don't even want to touch that one. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's your hashtag SEO Podcast. Uh, make sure you tag us in it at eWebStyle. This is number 173. And uh, make sure you tag us in it so we can um, network in and we can
0: kick it. Excellent. We've got, uh, uh, co- actually, I got a couple good calls from podcast listeners this week. Uh, some lengthy calls, some really good information exchanged and uh... really one of them wasn't aware that we have a referral program uh... and i wish i could say that surprised me because our referral program marketing was (laughs) stellar uh... we now have a referral marketing a a referral program page where you can sign up for our referral program we know most of our listeners are seo experts out there web developers web designers uh... you know maybe social media experts and if you get a project that is not in your area kind of expertise. Kind of scope of what
1: you do, so yeah. you need a little bit more of uh, sturdiness, a little bit more backbone, a little bit more foundation to maybe provide for that client then um, send them this way.
0: We can help you and there's actually a <laughs> referral program commission in it for you so uh... get rid of all the headache and still maintain the cash hmm. uh... if you get something good out of this podcast we ask you to do one of two or two of two, or possibly three things.
1: We're going to stop there. <laughs> yeah, we're going to say one of three things.
0: <laughs> At least one <laughs> of three things. How about that? Um, go to our G Plus page, yep. and the way you get to our G Plus page is to go to e-webstyle.com slash... G And e-webstyle.com slash... G And... Google Plus. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. yeah, (laughs) We ain't got to that one yet. And Google Plus. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Any form of G Plus, Google Plus, after the slash, after our domain, will get you to our G Plus page. That's the easiest way to get there. Uh, And while you're there... Leave uh, us a review. Yeah. Leave us a review. Uh, Also, get onto iTunes. It's a couple, three simple steps. Uh, Go onto iTunes, create an iTunes account if you don't have one, and write a review. When you write that review um go ahead and send us an email you can email us at podcast at
1: e-wolfstyle.com
0: and let us know you put it submitted a review we'll give you a punch in the face mm-hmm. also known as a
1: <laughs> um
0: we got the australian question with the steel toed boots we gotta oh, address, man. Uh, you we'll that address. One? i didn't okay. unfortunately we'll address that next time um uh, and we need to kind of correct uh, somebody on, um, on our <laughs> <Yeah>. on the <laughs> SEO podcast vernacular. Um, uh, Ouch. The, Just think about it.
1: Yeah, I almost tempted to get. Yeah, we'll do that one next time.
0: Yeah, um, and remember, you can stalk us, track us, follow us, haunt us, scare us, spook us, uh, whatever us. Uh, Pay us. Just Pay us. Throw that in there. <laughs> um, Facebook.com slash. e Twitter.com slash. e YouTube.com slash. e And again, you can email us, podcast at. E-WebStyle.com. A little bit of news, as always. Uh, Google has dropped their free version of their Google apps. Um, it's funny because the article is just. The the details about the pricing was just totally wrong in the article. It said, you know, if you have less than 10 users, you're $50 per year, which is actually not true. You're $50 per year per user. It's a big difference Mm -hmm. because it's, you know, 10 times different. (laughs) Um, And we were discussing, is this a good idea from Google? Is this a bad idea? And uh you know we I know it's, it's gonna
1: increase revenue. It's like, gonna increase revenue maybe upfront, right? right? A lot of upfront revenue, new sign ups, people who go to Google Apps immediately have to pay. But I think long term um, it may not be the best decision um, because long term, having all of those free users who are people using Google champions, yeah, right?
0: They're champions. Yeah, for I, I that. was a
1: long time apps user, still am. Mine is still free, <laughs> and may, frankly, I still have
0: twenty people <laughs> that I can go and add, right? Yep. Um, early adopter. Yeah, so, we, can, we both uh, eWebStyle has fifty free accounts yeah, too, when exactly. we're grandfathered in, so that's that's great.
1: And so I think, but um, if it was never free, then I think you lose people like us who who recommend Google Apps to other people who use it consistently, who frankly was probably part of the reason I'm an Android user. Because if I wasn't using Google Apps, then then you know maybe um, iPhone or something like that would have been more more uh, more feasible for me. So, uh, you know, I'm not sure if, if making it a, a paid product.
0: All the way is, is the best route to go. I think they should have dropped it down to five or even three users. You know, yeah, the, maybe
1: two or three free users you need more than...
0: So you can get those one-off champions. You know, There's a ton uh-huh. of uh, one, one, one company web design people who are in a position to recommend mm-hmm. the product. Make sure that they can use it for free, because um, as inexpensive as it really is, ultimately, if there's a free way to get it, for instance, if you go to GoDaddy.com, you get a host to host with them. Your email's help. included, like it's an unlimited email. So uh, that's just how that works. This was interesting. Rubicon is a game manufacturer, mm-hmm. and they were all up in arms and posted this just horrible, lengthy, bad blog about uh, Microsoft because they were on the Microsoft um, uh, App Program App Center, okay. kind of like. Uh, uh Google Play kind of like uh, mm-hmm. Apple apps mm-hmm. and they made $83 their first week 83 this is a, like this is a major manufactured yeah. games manufacturer they spent like $20,000 to port their software into this environment and they were getting little or no support from Microsoft like and they posted this blog uh blog post about how horrible the experience was how they'll never design for Microsoft again and the last part of the article was and subsequent to this, they have retracted that blog article, <laughs> and they are working with Microsoft. You know what? That's uh, a yeah, tip of the hat to Microsoft. You totally screwed it up, and you went back and made it right.
1: Mm-hmm. There's probably one of those articles where you know uh, they've already written it and composed it and almost it published, but Microsoft took action, so we'll just publish it anyway.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see. Here's uh, this was interesting. AMD, so that's the chip manufacturer, mm-hmm. they back out of a pre-existing silicon wafer order. So, of course, chips are made on silicon wafers, mm-hmm. and they had a standing order with their supplier um, or, or a, a future a order of $500 million worth of silicon wafers. They had to back that down to $115 million. Whew,
1: yeah,
0: one-fifth, close yeah. to one-fifth. Um,
1: yeah,
0: 20%. Yeah, to get out of that contract it cost him three hundred and twenty million dollars.
1: So how much was the original agreement? Like, five hundred million. Oh, y'all should they right? just went ahead and Well, go.
0: they ended up saving sixty five million dollars by doing by pulling that back. Right? They don't have of course they don't have whatever. Yeah, uh, they don't have
1: five hundred million dollars <laughs> dollars
0: worth of inventory <laughs> or or raw product, but ostensibly they're not gonna need it.
1: Well, and they've been
0: not. apparently they've been uh, Losing money and having these, uh, write-offs, like uh, um, fiscal write offs because they've got such huge inventory or, or things like this contract on the books and, and the negative impact that it has. Huh. You know what? I, I did news before reviews, so wow, that actually before now we're going to do reviews after, after news. news. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there uh, there were two from the previous time, we'll cover those real quick. Uh, Trevor Feller, I uh, had the title of his review, Feller. Trevor Feller. Uh, Best internet marketing podcast. Five stars. Been listening... Five stars. Uh, One, two, three, four, five. Been listening for about three months. Started on the first episode. Am at about 76 or so now. Great info and fun to listen to. Highly recommend my only two complaints. Mic quality. Hopefully that's gotten a lot better now. Uh, And he said the volume of voices is way too low unless we laugh, which we try to do as often as possible. Uh, Could have fixed it by now. Definitely a problem at the episodes I'm at. So... Uh hopefully Mr. Yeah, Feller. it was a
1: problem. Now what's interesting is I, we got a tweet this week from Oh my god, I can't think of the guy's name, but he's he we he asked if we had changed our mics because he said the audio quality went down as of the last two episodes. And so um I saw that tweet this morning and so I I, I replied to him with thought that was kinda strange because we have changed. We've moved
0: using the lapels again. But um, and we've we been getting reviews. Yeah, yeah. Everybody said it's been working well. So, so this is podcast number 173. Send us an email. Your comments is it better? Is it good? Um, what improvements could we make on the audio? We are not audio engineers, nor do we employ one.
1: Yeah, um, Trevor, uh, thank you for, for tuning in. Appreciate your support. You got a long way to go. What <laughs> yep. he says it's on 76?
0: Yeah. Yeah, so. so. Hundred Close to 100 more. That's crazy. Yeah. That's awesomely crazy. Um, S, here's the next one. This is by, you can always be, Demon iTunes. Hey, I got it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Demon iTunes, SEO podcast is entertaining and informative. Five stars. Hi, guys. I love the show. You are always providing new and great info as well as entertaining. I especially love the algorithm cataclysm section. That term just Happy cracks clip. me up. <laughs> yeah, we had a debate about that. It was. <laughs> we've had better debates. Yeah. It still was a debate. Um, if you want to email, you can get me at uh, danny at danny dot net. Yeah, we'll send him an email. Say so yeah. thank you. Yeah, appreciate it, man. Punch in the face to you, Danny. And this one was very recent. Punch in the face. You guys are great. Five stars. Five stars. This is from Edward Tilbury um why listen to irritating political podcasts or music when you do something productive and listen when you can do something productive and listen to the number one seo podcast on google okay well i actually haven't read read this one yet (laughs) no that's (laughs) actually we are i googled seo podcast today google's done an algorithm change we didn't do a cataclysm because they didn't post it we didn't find anything about it But we saw some position changes just this morning, actually. Mm -hmm. Uh, Currently, I use my favorite shopping cart, Magento, Magento. and run WordPress to copy fresh content to the main pages. I would love to hear Hmm. an automotive episode of SEO techniques, since it's a little trickier than just SEO optimization for ground effects. It has many variations for uh, just one car, such as BMW ground effects, BMW 3 Series ground effects, BMW E46 ground effects. Hmm. Interesting. I'm looking to improve my ranking for carbon fiber hoods on my website, carbonfiberhoods.com, and for ground effects, body kits on groundeffects.com. Punch in the face from Las Vegas. Thanks for the great podcast. Uh, Well, first, thank you for listening to our great podcast. Thank
1: you for tuning in. Punch in the face to you. Now, a couple things about this is interesting. First thing, I think you're doing something pretty cool. Be careful with your uh, EMDs, uh, uh, your exact match domain names. Um, hopefully you have, you know, good content, good products, and so that won't become that much of a factor.
0: And I would do dashes. Yep. Right. So, you know, carbon fiber hoods should be carbon fiber dash hoods. Uh, Groundeffects.com should be ground effects.com. Mm-hmm. And you might want to put automotive anyway. Automotive yeah. ground effects. Because um, Google's sophisticated enough that in some general terms this isn't gonna get you on the first page and in general terms they know that a BMW is an auto.
1: Yes, yeah, right? so it may
0: so so I think that's gonna have some some uh, positive effect.
1: The um, other interesting thing about that is we have a client, right? Who um, who sells vehicle parts yep. on a Magento cart with a WordPress blog.
0: Yep. Yeah, we're just yeah, we're just <laughs> wrapping that up. So um, that that was interesting. It'd be interesting to know why you chose Magento. Magento How yeah. did you ended up there. We know our client chose it for the ease of his program. get it use,
1: yeah. The robust it had. And this is after Cart 66 and Shop and um, um, a uh, Foxy Cart. Uh, we tried several different things. 3D. No, we didn't try 3D. He was well, using that, 3D. That was
0: kart. The one he was using. Um, so.
1: We tried like a different cart too, and so uh, we ended up at Magento. So. Yeah, tell us why you. Used it. All right,
0: that's it. That's it. Uh, well, we got a potatoes. Twitter shout out. All um, right. had, uh, What's that? a
1: Twitter punch in the face. <laughs> 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 to, uh, um, Adriana Langston, um, listener, thank you for your support. So she hit us on Twitter. She asked a, a question about Google Art Attack, and so what she did was, um, she, she did a guest post on a on real SEO, and uh, it's actually a pretty good post. You get a chance. Matter of fact, I'll repost it on our Facebook page. It's about um um. Um, using closed captioning yep. on YouTube videos to help increase e-commerce conversions. Right. Very niche, very focused, screenshots, uh, long posts, good job on that. Yep. But her question was, um, the author tag setup isn't working right. So Adriana, um, we went and did some research, and I looked at it. Yes, you do first,
0: have... First, before you get started, uh, I think it's worth mentioning the debate that we had first, because somebody else may have this debate. I was uh, arguing that... The email address, the the URL of the email address. Okay. So, you know, uh, podcast at e dash webstyle. Mm-hmm. The the e dash webstyle had to be the same as the place we were posting on. As I was saying that, I kind of realized that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> and also, Charles pointed out that he's got relative author tag working on sites that don't even have emails. Yeah. Uh, so, um, it, it's not necessary that the domain for which you want your Image or relative author tag system to work. It doesn't have to be the same domain name as your email.
1: Yeah, it doesn't have to be the the, the same domain-based email yeah. that you're using. Um, but I think some of the things that are key, and you almost hit them. Matter of fact, you did everything right, but the code you used in the tag itself was incorrect. So the way the author tag works is um, you have your local, your Google, your Google Plus page. And on the About Us section on that page, you have a section where you can put a con- what website you contribute to. Matter of fact, it's called Contributor Section. And in that section... And by the way,
0: this has to be your Google Plus personal page. Yeah, it has to be your personal page. you are page. the author. The company is not the author.
1: Exactly. This won't work on a, on a, on a, on a Google Plus pro- company profile page. It only works on your personal page. Um, in that Contributor Section, include a link to the site that you're contributing post to so Adrona, she did that and then on the post itself usually in the in the bio of the author you want your name to be a link back to your google plus page and you did that the issue was inside that link your relative tag instead of going relative uh, real equals author you went real equals me and i think that's where the problem was i think if you change that to author and, and, and resubmit it, then um, um, once it gets reindexed, indexed I think your author tag image should show.
0: It looked like you also tried to do that with a section just under it, which yeah. had relative equals, what was it, uh, something dash author. It said author.
1: Data, data hyphen real equals um Arthur and so I had never seen that one before actually So the
0: data dash might be you know either one or the other and I would fix one at a time mm-hmm. and, and go from there
1: And the problem is probably in in in, in the uh, platform that that site was built on Yeah
0: I'm a little surprised that real SEO um, if they it should have relative author tag working somewhere
1: and it um, probably is but my 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 assumption is that she submitted that section of them yeah for the bio yeah. and, and and that's why I did it that way so so yeah, check the bio link inside that post and uh, change that to real equals Arthur. Get rid of the data hyphen. Get rid of the real equals me, and you should be good to go.
0: And I wouldn't do both though. Just I don't know what Google's gonna think if you have two real yeah, tags. Yeah, I would only use one. I would only use one. And you know, try one, then try the other.
1: Um, Another thing that worked for me, and we'll keep it moving, is um, on that post I use my full name, Charles Lewis, as the anchor text to the link to my Google local page, I mean to my Google Plus, Plus page. page. So um, keep that in mind too.
0: Yeah, it's a great question. Um, it's interesting because it's significantly harder than it sounds <laughs> to get relative <laughs> author to, oh, I gotta have a contributor and I link back? Okay, that mm-hmm. sounds easy. It does sound <laughs> easy. easy. <laughs> All right, let's get, did you have one more?
1: Um, boy, I just had some other news that I found I thought was pretty cool. We were talking about Google Plus right now, bring it up right now. Um, so Google announced they had 500 million profiles. Wow. And there's interesting stats about those. 235 million have used at least one feature, like plus one in a page. Right. Right, not bad. 135 million visit plus.google.com at least once a month. Right. So what does all this say? I think they're saying that the usage of Google Plus is growing,
0: and it's going <laughs> to continue.
1: And it's going to continue to grow. More and more people are using it. So if you haven't adopted it and and included it in your mobile internet marketing strategy, I um, mean, in your marketing strategy, period, then um, you should. With that, um, we'll get into the meat. Um, so we're talking social right Seems like a great caveat right yeah. in the social so I came across this article on SEO Moss today uh, uh, written by uh, Jason demaers your guide to social signals for SEO and I thought this one was pretty cool because we were having this debate um, a few weeks ago about you know how much influence the social really have in regards to Google ranking your sites and more importantly is it going to eventually um, have more influence than linking And so um, I think the article does a good job, Jason does a good job of explaining how Google is recognizing social signals and some of the things you can do um, in regards to improving your social to help with your SEO. And so um, first question is how and why do social signals improve um, rankings? I like his first word here is this is a highly debatable answer. (laughs) And And it has to be because Google hasn't officially released any metrics that show what social signal is giving what value. But we do know from just experience and testing some of these things, I wouldn't present it to you guys if I didn't think it was somewhat accurate. Um, so number one, the number of people that like your brand on Facebook, I think that's a huge social signal indicator.
0: Let's be realistic, this is just what makes sense, Yeah. right? Um, if you've got a ton of likes on your on your uh, Facebook on your, page... On your, on your brand page then, then Google was going to give more credibility to the URL that's associated with that Facebook page.
1: Mm-hmm. The number of Facebook size. shares. Yeah. Right? How, how often does your
0: brand post content and that content gets shared? Um, Interesting note. Um, it, it, one of our competitors in the city of Houston has like 1,200 Facebook fans, mm-hmm. right? Um, <laughs> We we get seven thousand downloads of our podcast per week. We're we're at like three forty or something on our Facebook fans. Uh, which by the way, go fan our path. yeah yeah we go like go, us go like us. That's uh, <laughs> Facebook.com slash e And and he's got a thousand. And um, I'll just leave it at that.
1: Yeah, so it's
0: interesting. It's interesting. <laughs> like I don't.
1: I, that's why Matt Cuss did come back and say that um we um, won't don't write the uh, epitaph for for Lincoln yet. Right. It's not dead and it probably won't be anytime soon. But this is just an indicator that social has some influence. Uh, number of Twitter followers. Yeah. Uh, but I like this one. Number of tweets mentioning your brand name and or including a link to your website. And we talked about this briefly before. One of the things that, that people should try to get in the habit of, if you're tweeting with the sole purpose of sharing links, um, stay away from URL shorteners if possible. sometimes it's a long blog post with a keyword rich title and so you have to shorten that URL just for the sake of preserving characters but if you can um, just go with the link directly to your site um, that way um, the more retweets you get it'll actually be a real link to your site and not some shortened URL um, so those were those were on page um, on page um, <coughs> I'm sorry. Those are factors, yeah. Yeah. So some of the on
0: on social page factors.
1: Well, direct factors. That's what I meant to say. Some of the indirect impact uh, comes from um, increased inbound links, right? People retweeting and sharing your stuff. Um, Increased positive reviews, Google Local, Yelp, etc. Take this time to say that Yelp is a social site. You can create a profile there. You can add reviews and and do things like that and share. Yeah.
0: So follow other people who give reviews.
1: Exactly. So look at it as that. Um, a decreased bounce rate, and this kind of goes back and forth, but usually if, if, if the user is familiar with you socially, meaning they interact with you on Facebook or Twitter, they, they've plus your page already, they read your blog posts, then if they go to your site, they're likely to spend more time. They're likely to have a higher um, um, average time on site and a lower bounce rate because they're familiar with you already, and that usually means better content. Now, in our case, uh, we totally agree to that and believe that. We just also believe that a high bounce rate can't be a good deal.
0: We're one of the few companies. I don't. I've never heard it before. Yeah. We believe that a high, like a hundred percent bounce rate, can be perfect for the right business.
1: Yeah. If, if your business is, is, if if you make most of your conversions by people picking up the phone and calling. Then if they search for your business and find you on the first page, click your link, and the CTA is powerful enough to make them pick up the phone and call you without them doing anything else, and and then then they they bounce, then that's a great bounce because you've got the lead.
0: Exactly. So we deserve. When that happens, we deserve a punch in the face. (laughs) Yeah,
1: definitely. so decreased bounce rate. Okay, so I was just talking about that. So one of the other things he talks about on here is uh, some of the future, the future of social signals and how it will help SEO. Um, and so you know, three things here: the world, the world is becoming more social. I like how he put this. Today's kids are tomorrow's consumers. They're raised communicating on Facebook, Twitter, and G+. I think this is absolutely true. And so you know, by the time these kids and teens become you know, generation, whatever they'll be called, <laughs> you know, hey, they'll hey. be our consumers. <laughs> that's not good. Yeah. <laughs> you know, what, Z, I guess? Yeah. Uh, they'll, they'll be our consumers. They'll be our managers, business owners, and they communicate socially. I communicate socially. I think we communicate socially. And so if you haven't um, uh, adopted it, you should. Reason number two, um, people are more likely to trust the website recommended personally by their friends than by a search engine. Social has always been the new word of mouth. Uh, That won't change. Um, Lastly, websites with a strong social presence have better conversion rates and brand loyalty. I totally agree. Um, If I'm used to dealing with a familiar brand and and they they deal with me socially, then yeah, I'll likely spend more at that store. Or I'll likely, um, my purchasing decision will be a lot easier just because of the brand recognition. The fact that I know I can... Go to their fan page for support. The fact that I know if I tweet them, I'll get responded to. So definitely um, um, take advantage of the social signals. Now, some of the things you can do. How can you take advantage of this, right? So there's some on-site deals and some, and some off-page deals you could do, and we'll wrap this up. On-site deals uh, include share buttons, right? Recommend us, tweet us, um, dig it, read it, thing like that. Include share buttons on your site, especially if your content is the whole purpose of that content is to go viral or to to get shared make uh, it easy. Make it easy yeah. to be shared definitely. and give
0: instruction right Don't just put the F there. Yeah. you know put you know like us on Facebook um, share this information mm-hmm. on Facebook whatever it may be give some direction because uh, people tend to follow directions so mm-hmm. give them directions. And then not just that I like the way some sites do it like
1: uh, search engine journal for example, once you, They'll have a long blog post, but you won't even see the action until you've actually read the blog post. So once you get all the way to the bottom, once you scroll down a certain level, then the CTA pops up. Hey, share this on Facebook, or do this with it, or do that with it, um, which is a great time to do it because I've sat there and read the entire post. So um, take advantage of the share buttons. Um, also include connect buttons, like a page on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, um, uh, plus one us on Google, you know, which is the huge, I take this time to separate the two. There's a difference between sharing and connecting. A lot of people say, you know, they'll call us and say, oh, I need to put Facebook on my website. Well, what does that really mean? Right. right? Share some, a particular blog post on Facebook or or like us on Facebook or, or you're running a contest, you know. So really think about how you want to implement that and then do it. Um, and lastly, on-site elements could also include a blog. Um, that's just the easiest way to, to keep fresh content on your site. Uh, some off-site elements, uh, make sure you have a Facebook page, a Twitter page, too, and of course uh, Google Plus. Those are kind of the main
0: ones you should have. And, and specifically Google Plus local, Yeah,
1: especially right. Google Plus local. When we we'll say Google Plus, I mean all of it, a personal page for yourself, a local page for the business, and then the businesses. Plus Business page. Plus page. Right. Make sure you have all of those. And uh, basically, sign up for those, register them, set up your blog. I like how he closed it. Um, social is that important where um, if you don't have anyone internally to manage it, hire someone. Yep. <laughs> and then he goes on to say, if that's not in the budget, get a college intern. They'll be glad to do it, and they're probably great on social media.
0: Yeah. So. Yeah, we've, well, we have certainly have some good experience with that. <laughs> yeah, so that was your
1: guide to uh, social signals for SEO. I, and I'll post that on our Facebook
0: That'll page. That'll be on our Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash ewebstyle. Do we have uh, any blank no stare? There. No
1: blank stare. No blank stare. Yeah, you know, I went back
0: and, you know, Nick's taking pictures of blank stares and posting. i got to work. Uh, you got a good <laughs> smirk uh, good smirk on your blank stare. I'm going to have to work on that because I just look like
1: <laughs> blank. blank.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's amazing. Blank stare actually has to have a little more than blank. It's hard to be blank. I don't know. You make it seem so easy. (laughs) Did I just fall into that? Yes, you
1: did. Yes, you did. Wow. That was an easy one.
0: All right. uh, You have been listening to the most popular SEO podcast on iTunes. That is because of you, you, and you you over there. Uh, we do get 7,000 downloads a week. Uh, we have been downloaded in 76 different countries. Thank you guys so much for yeah. making that happen. We really appreciate it. This has been podcast number 173. 173. 173. Yeah, I was just actually, as we were wrapping up there, I was thinking about, wow, what's it, what is it going to take to get to 1,000? Right, and where's that gonna be and it's pretty pretty cool. Yes,
1: yeah, so we got the week the the end of the year wrap up coming soon.
0: It's either starts next week or oh, the, the week, week, week after. Yeah. yeah so. uh, it's usually a two podcast uh, issue of uh, of the year, two thousand twelve year in review. We wrap up everything, we blow through everything, give yeah, a tip it's from pretty every high podcast. High pace,
1: yeah, extending fast, very fun. And. Uh, yeah,
0: so I think that's it. Until the very next podcast, which will be 174, my name is Chris Burris, and Bye-bye for now.
1: Slightly raised up, eyebrow, highbrow, tamely, gamely, headed my way, cool as mouth.